Hi friends, I'm Andy Sell, and these are the people we know. Hi friends, welcome to another episode of People We Know, the podcast where real people get excited about unreal people. Uh, today's episode is great. Uh, we've got uh, Rye Silverman, who's a great stand-up comic and uh, has a blog called Chick Like Me that I highly recommend, recently reblogged by the Huffington Post. Uh, Rye is also now, I think, uh, guest contributing to the Huffington Post. Uh, anyway, we had a great conversation about Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, always good to have Rye on the show. Um... But before we get into that, uh, we got, uh, we're, we're gonna, I guess this is the inauguration of the non Halloween version of <laughs> the reinauguration. Of, uh, the reinauguration. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that a word? It can be. Cool. It's America. Uh, the reinauguration of uh, this new segment, Leah's Homework. Yeah. Uh, we gave Leah every, I guess we're gonna try to do this pretty regularly, but uh, we gave we give Leah a piece of a cultural item that she has previously been unf- unfamiliar with. And we... The thing about Leah, everybody, is she hasn't seen most things. Yeah. Or read, or... No. <laughs> the yeah. thing about me is I'm oblivious to the entire world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we're going to give her cultural items to, re- to watch or read or whatever, and then she reports back to us. Yeah. We did this on the Monsters We Know uh, October editions of the podcast and we're gonna start it up uh leah why don't you tell us what you were assigned uh this time i was assigned sherlock sherlock the bbc BBC, the the first episode hour and a half long is that you just watched the first one yes yeah yeah i'm gonna keep watching it though that's good right it it got me (laughs) started with a win yeah yeah Yeah. were you you familiar with any other sherlock holmes things before yeah well i i I mean i did read a little bit of sherlock holmes in college Mm -hmm. Um, i think it was a reference as a genre fiction book at one point the Mm. hound of the basket hounds of the basket everybody runs into that yeah Yeah, exactly so i read that one and but i do actually have i love mysteries when i was growing up i Mm -hmm. was like really into mysteries were you into uh would you read like agatha uh, christie oh really my home girl loved it oh the book and then there were none was i don't want to read it again but at the time i was like this is the most brilliant thing i've ever read oh wow but it's like i mean thinking back it's maybe it's not as you know it's kind of a how about uh, any of the, the younger stuff, like Encyclopedia I Brown? I did that. I loved yeah. Encyclopedia Brown. Uh, you know what would happen, though? I read it so much, I'd start to figure out the mysteries. Yeah. I hated yeah. it. I hated it when I figured it out. That's how I am with like a lot of like anthology horror stuff, yeah. like uh, like Tales from the Crypt. Anything that relies, any half-hour genre program that relies on a twist at the end, yeah. I've always got yeah. the twist figured uh, out. Well, they're always through. a game. Like That's kind of the cool thing about mystery stories, is even if they don't really succeed dramatically, like even if the characters are thin or whatever, right. Like they're promising you a game. Like the promise yeah. of a mystery is we're going to have all these pieces yeah. hidden in this, mm-hmm. and then at the end we're going to reveal a thing, yeah. and you get to see if you can keep up with it. So, yeah, which is why I really liked the early '80s slasher movies because yeah. they always had the, there always had, was always a whodunit quality. To yeah, them. yeah, like until you know until like you get into the ones that are a big series. Like there is always that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was way into that as a kid. I loved. Uh, I, I mean, it's so crazy how you want to figure it out so bad, but then you're so disappointed <laughs> when you do. <laughs> yeah, if you're right. Yeah, and I even had like murder mystery party. I had a I really wrote a you murder did one mystery of those? when I was you in fifth grade. I wrote one and I had my friend. Honestly, looking, I can't believe you guys are it not allowed so to make well. fun of me for playing Dungeons the dragons anymore no, no, I can't. no. It this went is way really cooler well. my this friends is way all came cooler. and it, seriously i'm 
amazed at how why well why don't it you went. do wow. another one i you know what i'd love to but just time right yeah, now but right i definitely now, yeah. after my birthday this year i'm gonna do it that's a good idea you should because i want yes. i would i want to go yeah to that. yeah, yeah that it was fun amazing. and you know I, I feel like i could write it yeah well now so hell yeah, yeah. It'd be a lot of fun, especially with, you know, you assholes. It'd be a good time. But yeah, yeah. I've always loved mysteries, so it Fuck was a yeah. perfect thing. To so, me. no, and what did you, what, 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 what first hit you about Sherlock? You, you obviously liked it. Well, I like the characters. For, yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the two, the pair they have. Oh, God. Uh, Martin great. Freeman and Benedict Yeah, they're Cumberbatch so much fun. Amazing. I love Martin Freeman anyway, though. I just yeah, he's like always great. Yeah. He's just likable to he me. He's so likable. Yeah. And it's really easy to make Watson sort of a thinly drawn, like, you know, yeah, audience POV guy. And this Watson is so rich. Yeah. And when it started with him, I was like, yes. Yeah. 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 I love Watson. When Sherlock's yeah. like, you're not using your cane. And yeah. he's like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really kind true. of addicted to this and it might not be healthy. Right. Well, it, it was funny because before that he'd mentioned it so many yeah. times, and it seemed like he just just let it bounce off of him, like mm-hmm. that's psychosomatic, and he just sat there and just took yeah. it and like. It, I don't yeah. know. It was weird to me how it never like changed. I don't know. He never agreed with it or it yeah, disagreed. Yeah. You know. So did you figure out the the mystery of it? Because the study in pink. I mean, I guess it's you kind of just know it's just some guy. Well, um, yeah. That's the thing about Sherlock, though, that, I mean, it's not the same as, like, an Agatha Christie It's not a drawing novel. room you mystery. You no. can't figure yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be too detailed, and yeah. that's his thing. Yeah, that's and that's what I like about it, too. There isn't yeah. there isn't so much. Like, I, I do this with a lot of my friends. We'll watch TV shows, and they'll, and I think I've talked about this on the show before, where they'll try to be like, what do you, like, especially Breaking Bad, yeah. Yeah. when that was, like, how do you think this is going to end? And I'm just kind of like, can we just sit back and watch the fucking thing? Yeah. Yeah. Can, we, can just we just let, let it them, end? Let's just go on this ride. what they're going to do. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I like about Sherlock, is that the mysteries are so complex and so, like, right. so clearly, they don't give you a whole lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and so I'm just watching a thing and like, hey, this genius... Is gonna figure it out, yeah, right. And uh, and I like that. I think that's great. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I mean, because you don't find out like what evidence he had until he's like, oh, and then I noticed there was dandruff. Yeah, exactly. Shirt. And then it zooms yeah. in. It's yeah, like exactly. I couldn't you have never, seen the yeah, dandruff. Exactly. Yeah. You're never gonna if they're not yeah. <laughs> pick it out and be like, oh, I know what he's gonna I, say. Yeah. I will say I do get a little bit like if they anytime Sherlock's in a room with other yeah. people and they're not doing that like zoom in on everything and like yeah. the, the floating text in the mm-hmm. background, I'm like, mm, he's he's figuring something out right now that yeah. they're not gonna tell us about until later. Yeah. Exactly. He's off in his place. So what did you think of Sherlock himself? Like is, you know, in terms of his likability and everything? Uh, I liked him. I liked what they did with the character, I think. Um, I, I mean, I just, you know what? I think I like him with Watson and I think yeah. that's... Well, I, I, I haven't other. watched enough of it to make a yeah. call on his character. Yeah, I mean, because he he needs Watson because he's like I'd I'd punch that guy. Yeah, oh, God. I mean, I'd punch him in the throat. So terrible insufferable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's awful. Like, he he's has no weird. emotional connections to anything. Yeah. Like, and I he's thought, got I no mean, feelings. Yeah, I like that, and I like that they the lady, you know, the cop oh, was yeah. like, uh, you know, he enjoys this. He likes it yeah. so much. He's going to get bored and do it himself because he's going to get bored with it. And it's hard not to like see the pull of that argument like he's, yeah he's got a whole lot of darkness in him and he doesn't see really see the value of human life right in any absolute sense like he's yeah, just that that line where he said uh why would she still be upset about her, her baby was still born oh, 14 God. years yeah. ago and he's like that's so long ago why would she still be upset about that <laughs> yeah and they just look at him and he's like that was bad well that's interesting because he intellectually understands that like human life has value and everything i feel mm-hmm. like this stuff has been explained to him and he's like well if i want 
want to continue functioning and have access yeah. to things like air conditioning and Chinese food, I need to believe these things. Yeah. But He's like, like a person with the Aspergers. Yeah, he absolutely has Aspergers. And there's, yeah. there's a big cultural trend in that now. And I don't know, because I don't know a whole lot about autism or the or the spectrum or Aspergers. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm not very familiar with it. Uh, you are. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. I mean, it just yeah, I don't want to get experience too into wise, it. Yeah, yeah, but not so much that I know it. a lot about it. Just yeah. But I mean, there's I lived it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's like this thing now where like characters on a lot of shows yeah. are being represented as such. Did you watch The Bridge? It's um, an FX series. I'm not I am I've heard it's good. Uh it is good. Yeah. Uh the the lead character on that, this uh female detective in uh this I don't know why I said female. Hey guys, <laughs> detectiveette. Because uh, you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I'm a dick. I'm yeah. Today on Andy's white guilt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> white man guilt. Uh, right. She's uh, she's a detective, and she's got, I believe she's on the spectrum, or she's got yeah. autism, yeah. and that they represent her, and she is constantly in these social situations where she's saying something that's completely cold mm-hmm. and, and emotionless, like a completely analytical approach to something, right. and people will just look at her with like, whoa. Yeah. Did you say that? And it's the same Abed on Community. Abed. Um, uh, Sheldon Cooper. The kid on Parenthood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's there's a big trend in that now. And I and I feel like that's what they were going with with Sherlock. Too. Well, he Sherlock makes the point to his credit that he he never calls him he never says he has he has Asperger's. He says like I'm a high functioning sociopath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. corrects himself. the guy. The guy yeah. tagged. <laughs> he said you're a psychopath. Sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like that because like Asperger's in TV, like the thing you're talking about, it's mm-hmm. such a shorthand now for like basically it's Spock. Really for anything. Like yeah. you're you're a genius who can't connect emotionally. You probably have Asperger's. Yeah. And that's like yeah. it's not really the same mm-hmm. thing necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, so that's why Asperger's I, I, doesn't mean I, I, you're a genius. I, that's right. why I'm like that's <laughs> exactly, and that's why I kind of hesitate to comment on it because I don't. I'm not familiar with it. I don't know a lot. Yeah. Um, I w- recently heard that Asperger's itself was removed from the um, the diagnostic the, manual yeah, or whatever yeah, it's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Wieser Diseases book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. DSM. I heard that. I've heard DSM. That it, the DSM. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I win. I won that one. You guys <laughs> <laughs> write it down. Write it down. We'll, we'll keep them bored. Yeah, time. I know. But yeah. my points up on the board. <laughs> but there was uh, the show Dex, uh, not Dexter. Jesus, uh, Derek. Derek. Uh, the, the oh Ricky yeah, Gervais yeah, show. Ricky Gervais thing. There's a, yeah. You should watch it. There's a great episode where somebody asks him, like, "Hey, do, are you autistic? Do you have Aspergers?" And he's just kind of like, "What is that?" And they're like, "Oh, it means this." And he's like, uh, "What does it matter?" And like his yeah. whole response to that is like, "Yeah, maybe I do. I don't. I don't yeah. know. But who cares? Like, yeah. does matter, it yeah. does it affect anything?" Right. Yeah. And it's and I like that sort of comment on it. I don't know where I'm going with this. No. Uh, once again, I've started digging, and um, there's no gold. Um, <laughs> no, it was fun. But uh, yeah, but I like that approach to Sherlock. Um, but again, again, just making him what a high functioning sociopath. Yeah, who it seems like the only way he's ever figured out how to get any kind of validation from other people is with this trick he can do, mm-hmm. and so he just employs it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's the only thing that really makes him happy well, because it think, makes him feel connected to the world. And it seems like he's moved past get, using it for validation from other people and more. It's yeah, you're like right. It's he doesn't turned really around care what other and now think. he's just trying to get validation from himself, or yeah. it's like it's well, the only exciting. thing he can do. Yeah, it's the only thing yeah. he looks forward to. Yeah, because there's uh, there's very minor spoilers later episodes where you see him when he doesn't have a case, and like it's bad. Yeah, like he, well, I mean, oh, yeah. he goes a little. Bonkers. I kind of know a little bit about the character, you know, just yeah. old school classic character yeah. too. So. But you mean that when he did cocaine and played violin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love, I love all of his uh, nicotine patches that he's wearing yeah. all the time. Oh yeah, like, yeah tr- poor guy's trying to quit. Like he, <laughs> he understands some things. Yeah, you know. But yeah, he, uh, he, he, 
nope, nothing there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, yeah. I andied it. I andied <laughs> it. Oh, <laughs> man. Bad dad. Oh, bad dad. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus, this is going to oh. get, okay. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to get weird. So, so have you watched Elementary at all? No. I, yeah, I haven't either. And I, I read an article kind of recently someone, saying it's actually a better portrayal yeah, of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, someone on the Holmes AV Club Sherlock was is. saying it's better. That's the article I but read, I, yeah. I'm like, I don't care. Well, Lucy I mean, what do it. they mean by better? Like, more true to Conan yeah, Doyle's and, and character? Or? Just, um, uh, like, basically the argument they seem to make was that that show has Sherlock Holmes kind of growing. And okay. in Sherlock... He doesn't grow a whole whole lot. It's yeah, kind of I could see that. Yeah, I think by the third season he grows a little bit, a little, but like, not much. Yeah, you know? not a whole lot. I mean, it's kind of a, a an issue I have with Stephen Moffat as a writer um, is that he tends to, and you see this on his Doctor Who stuff too. He tends to get kind of enamored of his big emotional payoffs, mm-hmm. so that everything before that's a little bit thin and glossed over. Yeah. He even had a, a quote recently that he says like, "I trust my viewers to understand that uh, there's something going on off the screen and that they connect can." connect some dots and like that's that sounds like an that excuse to be lazy, lazy. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it does like, and that's I, I mean i get if you want to be subtle because i get that too i'm like i keep you know when i'm editing something i write i'm like oh, I'm, I, yeah. I need to not say that i just need to yeah. take it out and hope they get it yeah well there's a, a delicate balancing act yeah yeah sure. well in talking about breaking bad uh vince gilligan quoted billy wilder one time one time apparently billy wilder said if you uh give the audience two plus two and get let them get to four on their own they'll love you forever but i feel like Stephen Moffat gives you two plus one and expects yeah. you to find the other one and then get to four. <laughs> right. okay. And like, that's why if you look at his old individual Doctor Who episodes, he'd write while Russell T. Davies was running the show. They were really strong uniformly. But as soon as he's given as as a huge arc, over. yeah, then everything gets kind of drawn out and thin. Well, I find that too, even his, even his big stuff isn't necessarily that big. Like, there aren't yeah. a lot of consequences. He doesn't do it with a lot of consequences. Yeah. He's always maintaining the status quo with this illusion of risk, with this yeah. illusion of investment that yeah. doesn't ever really f- come through. Yeah. And, I mean, the problem with not having these characters grow is that, um, and I feel like I'm turning you off watching the show, and I think you should continue because it's no, really I, good. I mean, I like, um, yeah, I like it. But the, it. there is an <laughs> issue later on where, like, they... There's nothing has given in Holmes and Watson's relationship. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, Holmes is still acting like the same kind of guy. And now Watson has kind of gone like, oh, you're my best friend. Like, I think yeah. you're just amazing. Oh, man. And at the that really? point, like... Season, the first episode of the third season, I have a lot of problems. I could yeah. see that being like a problem later, how there doesn't... I mean, Watson doesn't seem to... Yeah. enough tension yeah you kind him. of lose respect for him because he likes sherlock so much right without questioning yeah i mean know, he questions it but he's just like no this is just how he is and i've decided to accept but him. even from the beginning he decides to defend him for yeah. her, you know like, no that's true that's true yeah yeah so but it's still yeah, but they get, i mean i don't know it's sort of like in the to draw a doc, another doctor who conclusion yeah or a connection um the sherlock is watson's the doctor you know, he and is. Watson right. is the yeah. companion, and he's he's in, in, in awe of this force that comes into his life. That's true. That is mm-hmm. unlike anything he's ever experienced, and yeah. opens up these whole new worlds to him, right. yeah. these whole new possibilities. And I mean, I, you start to see it kind of destroy his life a little bit. Yeah, at times, yeah. yeah. You know, um, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you watch the first episode, you're like, this isn't going to go well for yeah, Mark. This is not yeah. No. <laughs> so I mean, I, 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 and I see that in it, and I kind of like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. get it on Watson's end. I don't lose respect for him. I get frustrated with it. Um, I lose respect over time. 
Like, because yeah. by the third season, the implication is that these guys have been doing their thing for like a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, it's like, dude, like, do you not like yourself that yeah, much? You should yeah. ask like, for some give on all this take that's happening. Yeah. 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 Like you, 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 he, you're very. He's very much been asked to conform his life around Sherlock's existing routine, mm-hmm. and Sherlock has had to make very minimal adjustments. To but the at the fact same time, someone else in his yeah. life. Who are we to judge, though? You know what I mean? Like that's at the same time. Like in a way, Sherlock, I guess, represents something more than a, a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like if, like, for example, with stand-up comedy. You mm-hmm. know, you get into stand-up comedy. You decide it's something you love to do. It opens up all these worlds for you. Yeah. You, destroys you, your life. It destroys slowly. your life. Yep. Yeah, but you have to make a, adaptations. You have to. You have yeah. to conform your life around. Comedy won't change for you. Want yeah. to do it. It's exactly. not going to change for you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's sort of the way I see it. Although it is kind of fucked up because Sherlock is actually a person. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. But it's 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 interesting because like I say all these things, I have all these character based complaints, but I'm going to keep watching the show. Absolutely. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm going to so watch episode three of the third season tonight. I'm stoked. <laughs> and the reason is the game. Like yeah. it's still a fun game. It's yeah. fun to watch Sherlock do this trick. And yeah. like yeah. it's fun to watch him outsmart people. And the music exactly. is great. The music's awesome. <laughs> and shot so well. And, I, and Benedict Cumberbatch's like skin is immaculate. So I, could wa- I could watch them together. I like them. Yeah, yeah. it's like a great relationship. So yeah. I mean, at least the dynamic is is, mm-hmm. is entertaining. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's 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 a whole whole lot of fun. So, I can't wait for you to get to the third episode of this season. Okay. Um, of yeah. the first season. Of the first season. Okay. Great. Yeah. It's, yeah, I love the end I of that episode. I like that better than the second than the the, the, the oh, finale too. of the second me season. Uh, yeah, though the finale of the second season is a whole lot of fun too. It is. Like, it is. But we'll, we'll, we'll just I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. get I'll there. Get there I like that. I like that you're going to keep watching it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did, what uh, did you give it? Give a grade for it. I give it an A. Wow. Good show. Wow. Starting on an A. a. Up top, man. Yeah. You got an A for <laughs> Don't get too cocky about that. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go this well that much longer. Yeah. No. I mean, that means that the next thing is... We're going to make you read a comic book and you're just going to hate the shit out of it. <laughs> I try so yeah. hard oh, with comic books, Oh, we are going to make you guys. read a comic book. That's coming. Oh, that's happening. Yeah. That is coming. I can't. Do you, now, do you have a favorite character in Sherlock? Uh, yeah, Watson. I like Watson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the best character. Um, do, I, like I want to ask you guys, do you guys think he knew what pill... Do you guys think he was right? Hmm. Uh, and do you think, think he would have eaten it? That's interesting. Uh, no, I don't. Well, I don't know. He said he wouldn't, but I don't believe him. Yeah, I. That's a good question. There, I want to believe he knew because I want to believe. I, I, we're, we're like Watson. Like we want to believe right. in the infallible, always right Sherlock. Yeah. Um, I. I think he would have found a way to just. I think on some level he was there any way for him to know uh, if if Watson was coming. I, I think, think no. He, yeah, no, you know he, what? Because right before he walks out, yeah. Watson Watson says, oh, "I'll just run the thing again, uh, the phone, the GPS, yeah. again." And he says, "You should do that," and walks out. Yeah. That's so Charlotte's I think line. I yeah. think he so knew Watson was yeah. coming. It was like yeah. I just need to stall. Yeah. Okay. He just got himself out of it. The but whole he seems surprised it's, when he put it together that Watson shot the guy. Which, no, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think the guy had Holmes's number and like he just couldn't resist the game. Yeah. And I think he would have kept I don't think he knew when the guy got shot, but I think he he he, he was gonna he was he was in the trap. Yeah. And that's that's why he needs Watson. A similar yeah. thing because he'll, happens. He'll fall for that. There's a right. similar resolution in the, uh, the first episode of season three. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of do a different thing with it, but it's kind of it has the same implications of like, oh, he 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 has to do this. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no like he, he's so addicted to it that there's yeah. no there's no way out for him. Like, yeah, 
he'll do what he has, he'll, yeah. he'll, you know. And that's, you know, again, it's kind of like and how it's, he's and it's like what, the and, doctor. Yeah, and yeah. how the alternatives are kind of immaterial. You know, yeah. like the idea of like, well, the what if, eh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, like I want to play this game. But, but yeah. This is the only thing that makes me feel alive because I'm surrounded by idiots all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, what a he's just. I love his relationship with Minecraft. (laughs) Oh Oh, yeah, that was great. So So did you did you fall for the whole M thing that they did in that episode? No, I didn't. What do you mean? Because I thought the misdirect was like we wanted to think it was Moriarty. Yeah, Mm -hmm. well, uh, yeah, that's that's what I thought it was. But I was like, there's no way they'd show him like that right then. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. And you know, Mycroft co-created the show. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, he's the other guy who runs it. His name's Mark Gaddis. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, that was great though. The whole. So wait. You genuinely care about like you were really concerned when you like you kept turning around being like oh wait so when you said that you meant that yeah those two are really really fun I think like the idea like I think Mycroft is like if Sherlock was just a little bit more able to exist in society yeah that's the guy he would have oh, become absolutely yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely which is why he kind of looks down on Mycroft because well, he's like you compromised but yeah. and that's why Mycroft I think looks down on Sherlock because Mycroft. I think the thing is, is they're constantly having this argument about who's smarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that Mycroft thinks he's smarter because he, I think that he's just as smart as Sherlock and maybe just as like cold, yeah. but he forces himself to adapt yeah. to society yeah. because... So he thinks he's smart because, I mean... So he thinks because he's, he's also got social because, skills. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Because he's willing to sacrifice all, he's willing to sacrifice just how far he could go yeah. to actually be a part of society. Right. Whereas Sherlock thinks he's smarter because he's like, he doesn't, fuck yeah. that. I don't yeah. have to make any adjustments. He like looks at Sherlock and goes, would you would you just get over yourself for a damn second yeah. and yeah. think of all the good you could do if mm-hmm. you just didn't think you were so amazing? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah exactly. Because he is kind of a crazy egomaniac. Yeah. Like, sure. Kind of. Oh yeah. Oh, completely. <laughs> 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 I didn't mean to say kind of, did I? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah. A, Leah gives Sherlock an A, and she's, you're going to keep watching. Yep. Awesome. Well, that was uh, that was a fun talk about Sherlock. I had a great time. Yeah, you did, you did a good time. thanks for stopping by, John. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go back over to my other chair, stopping four feet away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, Sherlock is on uh, BBC and on Netflix, on Netflix. and on Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah. The past seasons are on or series, I guess you would call it, are on Netflix, and um, currently it's on BBC yeah. America, and. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and talk to Rye Silverman about Peter Venkman. What do you think? I'm down. Word. We should have a podcast where everybody's just on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's even worse than in person when it happens. <laughs> the, podcast, the podcast is called, that's yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm trying to look up this movie called The Ghost Breakers. Do you remember The Ghost Breakers? I don't. Uh, yeah, here it is. I remember it's, the a Bob Hope, it's a Bob Hope movie um, that I saw when I was a kid. I remember Spring Breakers. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, I no, it's not Spring Breakers. Is it Pitch Perfect? No. Why are you just naming movies that it definitely is not? Batman? <laughs> Batman's a scientist. Jesus Christ. I'm a scientist always. Um, ooh, yeah, that reminds me of a note that I need to put down here. Okay, um, 
Uh, we we, well, we're doing this. It's happening. Okay. Shit. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. All right. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, we're recording. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, I, I'm a little rusty because we haven't are, done. Are that was a good welcome. I was oh. actually thinking in my head that was the best one. Oh. <laughs> it was just the a best clear one ever done. to the point. Uh, and then I fucked it up by being like, "Oh, guys." Uh, well, that always comes, no matter what. You can do the best yeah. thing ever, and then anything you're like, that, I fucked that up. Pretty much yeah. anything that comes out of my mouth, I follow it up with an apology. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Guys, I'm sorry for my privilege. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like that was the topic of hand. Well, that's where it all comes from. That's where it all comes from, Andy. What if this is just the one where I just melt down? (laughs) This is the one where you melt down. Okay, look. It's been a lot of sporadic. Are you unaware of what you are? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Did you guys ever see Undercover Brother? And there's that great scene where Neil Patrick Harris walks in. like, I don't watch racist movies, I just saw this movie called Roots. And uh, <laughs> it's like so great. Oh, I really get what you guys are saying now. Like, it's really like... I, I hope there's somebody who has said that about the movie Undercover Brother. Oh, I'm sure they have. <laughs> Gone up to some black people and they like, I, guess I, I just saw it this now. movie Undercover Brother. I get what you guys are going through now. <laughs> it's rough. I didn't realize you guys didn't like mayonnaise. <laughs> Actual plot point of the movie. Really? The, the, the idea is that white people love mayonnaise and black people like uh, hot sauce. And so, like, they have to, like, when he's a going undercover guy. as a, as yeah, a white guy, saying. he actually puts, like, his little squirter that shoots hot sauce onto mayonnaise. So, it, like, nullifies the mayonnaise. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm biracial then. You like both? Because I, I like yeah, mayonnaise. Yeah. I'm from Iowa. I have to like mayonnaise, but I love I'm hot sauce. I'm fine with yeah. mayonnaise. I used to hate it, but I love hot sauce. Hot, hot sauce, sauce is, is the, the best. best. Yeah, yeah. So we're all black. Yes, welcome the- to the hot sauce, the 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 white people in blackface hot sauce podcast. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on. But, but, okay, it's not a video podcast. Actually- they didn't know. <laughs> Why'd you blow our cover? <laughs> Look, I'm just a big fan of Orange is the New Black, and I want to celebrate. You, the want, oh you want all our listeners to think we just sit here in blackface every week when we do this. <laughs> Look, to be fair, we only do it when we don't have any black guests. But I should say that I'm actually dressed as Miss Laverne and not Sharon. (laughs) I'm actually dressed as red, but I just thought blackface would make the character more believable if they made red. (laughs) Jesus. This is going to be a whole show we never get to the topic of. We've done that before. We have done that before. Bad dad. Mm -hmm. Dad come. Bad dad. Bad dad. dad. That's. I want to just say that. That's, well, I know it's fun. To that should be like our. That should be our podcast sometimes. safe word bad for dad. whenever like the conversation is going too far off the rails. One of us should just go bad, bad dad. dad. Oh, and then I like it. it that's like in uh, what's it in uh, Catch on the Ride. There's a whole thing about he had a teacher that when they were digressing, the teacher would just yell digression in the yep. middle of the class. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I feel like somebody wrote "fuck you" on every wall before I got to it. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're here with Rye Silverman. Hey, Rye Silverman. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Rye Silverman. That is my name. Uh, Rye Silverman of the Chick Like Me blog. Yes, on Tumblr. On Tumblr and uh, stand-up comic. Yes. And um, 
Noted person of interest. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. In the very high-profile case that I can't speak about for the <laughs> Dude, I just did jury duty, and I'm, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Did you really? Yeah. Then uh, why did you bring it up? I don't know why I brought the, it up. In the Polly Shore movie? Like, you know were you a background actor? Or is just... that, oh, God, I wish it was like that. I wish I could just, the Tia Carrera would a... fall in love with me while working on <laughs> Wasn't it a civil case? It was a civil case, yeah. Was it boring? Oh, God. Oh, was it boring. And there was, like, no good guy in the case either, you know? It was, like, one of those cases where I was like, God, I hate both of you motherfuckers. (laughs) Who do I hate? Yeah, I don't think most people who are suing anybody are usually, like, on the... Like, occasionally, but you typically, yeah, it's not a good, Mm -hmm. like... No, it's one... And especially because it's, like, we're all... Like, every one of those you already do is just, like, you could just settle this. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you even bother taking this to trial? Ugh. You're is, it, is it something you're not, you're not allowed to talk time. about? Or it's like, one thing, like they won't let you talk about it? Or? No, because it's not like super high profile and, the, and it's over. Like the yeah, case yeah. is over. They dismissed us and everything. Uh, Did so. the glove fit? Did you acquit? Well, we didn't get to... And this is what really makes me mad about it. It was we never even got to the deliberation process. That happened oh, really? to me with a criminal case that was so interesting. Nine days. We walk in the last day and they're like, we plead. <laughs> we what? Came up with a deal. And I was so mad. I was like, uh, man, yeah, I really I, wanted I, I to do like that. I felt like I was robbed of that me experience. Me too. I yeah. wanted to do it. I wanted to see what these fools yeah. had to say. I want to be sequestered. I want someone to send me a menu of lunches. Yeah. I want John Cusack to come in and take yeah. charge of this whole thing. I just want I to hold yell a lot. for no reason. I was really looking My forward verdict? to yelling at everyone else. <laughs> I want to stand up in a room and, and go, <laughs> you, you guys don't understand that. the legal system. <laughs> Andy, you would have been so dramatic in the I deliberation. Know. I was, oh my God. In the God. civil case. It would have been great. In the civil case that has no bearing on the world yeah. whatsoever. Oh, I wish you would have gotten there too. Just was for it, the other yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> was it at all an interesting like subject? Like, was it worth talking about, or was it just like yeah? Boring... It was some asshole sh- suing a fucking insurance company uh. that he used to work for. It wasn't even a claims case. It was a company. It was far. Whatever. I shouldn't say it because they're my insurance company. I think you already said it, but go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> it was an agricultural far- specialist. Far- far- farters. Far- it was farters. 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 <laughs> insurance. <laughs> Well, they're not going to sponsor us. We firmly believe that he who who smelt it dealt it. (laughs) Okay, bad dad. Bad dad. Bad dad. Bad dad. Leah! That was kind of a dad joke. Leah's back. Yeah, it was a very dad joke. That was definitely the kind of joke my dad would make. Uh, Yeah, this is our first one back here since the new year. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited. Uh, I'm really excited about our topic today. Why don't you tell us about it? Uh, who you chose? Uh, I chose uh, the character made famous by Mr. Bill Murray, and that would be Peter Venkman from the Ghostbusters series. Oh, I thought you were going to say Garfield. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I can't remember the name of the guy. This Lorenzo is like, Music. Yes, what's crazy about this is that so Lorenzo Music did the voice of Peter Venkman in the Ghostbusters, in the Ghostbusters cartoon. The, oh, sorry, the real Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah. And then he also the voice of Garfield, Garfield and then Bill Murray does the voice of Garfield, Garfield in the yep. movie yep. you guys Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln and Lincoln had a secretary <laughs> named Kennedy you know what's fucked up is that one there was a time at one point when I when I figured that out like yeah. years ago when well actually it was when Bill Murray became the voice of Garfield yeah I, years ago I was like oh my god he, Lorenzo Music yeah there's a connection and I wanted to like make a move I was like I pitched, <laughs> I pitched to somebody I was like we should write a movie about Lorenzo Music and Bill Murray <laughs> and how their lives have intersected. 
and uh, like it, and, and it was ju- it would just be like a movie following their lives. Yeah, and it would just be the most boring like, movie ever. Yeah, written. exactly. Yeah. But just one scene where they're both at a party together, and, it's and they awkward. don't even meet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even meet each other. Why don't you just write that scene? Yeah, that would be a good. I think he just did. Basically, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think we just pictured Bill Murray and there was a music at a party, and one guy's talking about something across the room, and someone picks up an hors d'oeuvre, and that's yeah. the end of the scene, basically. Yeah. Well, Lorenzo Music died. Oh, is that why he wasn't Garfield? Yeah, in the movie? that's why he wasn't. Well, I'm sure that they would have probably not given it to him anyway. But yeah, oh, he wow. died of cancer. I can't get that guy in a break, uh, can you? Two thousand. So anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. So yes, yeah, Peter Venkman. Yeah. <laughs> Because you and I were talking for a long time about me coming on this show, because uh, why wouldn't you want to have me? And right? I could never think of a character, but then we were sitting at a brunch one day, and I named like every character from every movie ever that I could talk about. And then I'm like, I can't really think of anybody. I just don't know. Yeah, I was so, do well, it. that's how you started it. You started the conversation with, like, I just don't know who I'd want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And then cut to an hour later... <laughs> And you've listed every yeah, character yeah. that's ever existed. And I'm like, you can't fucking come but up with something. But they were all like really like ones everybody would do. Because you wanted or... to feel that like passion. For yeah, yeah, you. and that's that. what happened. Like, like you were on a show recently. To be fair, though, I just I went think... Peter Bankman. Like it was yeah, like something that popped in my one. head. Yeah. 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 To be fair, though, I think they were all Joss Whedon characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was literally like, which Buffy character would I want to do? And then I, th- yeah, basically it was. And then I think Doctor Who. I mean, like, yeah. so we already did like, that. And then maybe Starbuck. I think you said Starbuck at one point. Yeah. Well, no, because Dave Ross was doing Chief, and I said I don't know who from Doctor Who, Doctor Who from Battlestar Galactica I would use, and I go maybe Starbuck, but even that, like, I don't think is the character that I would like. I would, actually, Baltar would be the person Doctor Who that I would talk about before anybody else. But yeah, well, you, I keep saying Doctor so Who. Saying Doctor, you've got Doctor Who yeah. on the brain. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Who. Anyway, uh, that's my bad dad. <laughs> that's I just say Doctor Who. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, now you've got your sonic screwdriver yeah. security blanket. Look, I just I haven't seen Peter Capaldi's costume yet, so at this point, all I can think about is Doctor Who, and I just want to know when it's going to happen. <laughs> just gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna leak a fake Peter Capaldi costume. <laughs> I will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> It's just gonna be what a if, Ghostbusters jumpsuit. What if jumpsuit? I come on to always talk about Peter Capaldi in the ten seconds that he was on screen in the last Doctor Who episode? Oh God, I would. Because he might already be my favorite Doctor. It's crazy how much I'm already in love with this guy, and I, I've never watched the show that he's been in yet. Like, are you just an In the right. Loop fan? Is that it? I haven't even watched In the Loop. I have it in my. It's, first of all, the thick of it's the name of the TV series that In the Loop is based on. But uh, I. <sighs> I'm excited for this guy. All right. Sorry, so Peter, just... Peter Venkman. <laughs> so why did, wait, so where were you, you were just, it was a Hold different on. day when yeah, you came we up with Peter Yeah, we were at Universal Bar and Grill, and we were like this sitting like there. last week or yeah, something. Yeah, and we were just talking, and I go, I never thought of a character, and then like a second later, I go, Peter Venkman. Like, it just like totally, it, it was just like, hit you? It was like Tourette's that yeah. I couldn't, like, it like came out of me to say it. All right. Sorry, this yeah. is and what made, what made weird. him special? Well, I think it's because when I was a kid, like, I didn't get into Star Wars until a little bit older. Like, I was already, like, in, like, fourth or fifth grade when I got into Star Wars. And then I also, same thing, like, Indiana Jones. Like, I, you know, I saw Temple of Doom first, and it wasn't, like, as good and... I, the the first movie I saw of Indiana Jones that I was into was uh, <laughs> Last Andy Crusade. Has his shirt her, off. Uh, okay, and I'm then sorry. Uh, look, you guys he have didn't seen know. Me drunk. He was talking to me, and then yeah, he yeah. turned around and you just had your shirt <laughs> yeah, off. I, no like, reason. I didn't know you were taking it off. I turned around and you just have your shirt on. You've all seen me without. But my I am shirt impressed on. that you actually painted your chest black too. I th- <laughs> 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 that was Oh, fully committed. He's Winston. Uh, committed, you gotta commit to the bit, dude. <laughs> Winston said it more. Uh, so when I was a kid, <laughs> oh, but God. the the sh- that Ghostbusters for me was like the show or movie series that I 
obsessed over for like several years as a kid to the point where my mom even made me a Ghostbusters jumpsuit that was like I would wear like oh, nice. best costume ever and that I wore awesome. it I wore it to in Columbus Ohio we had this thing called Red White and Boom and it's like this huge <laughs> crazy fireworks is it, display is Kevin James in it yes and at the end at the end, the end they go here comes the boom and Kevin James pops up and then a, a microphone comes into the frame uh, <laughs> Damn it! But it's just a big. It's a big wrong week to quit drinking. It's a bit wrong week. It's glue. It's my favorite line from that movie. Me too. And then like his hair. But he, my mom made me this costume, and I remember it was the Fourth of July. So it's not even a Halloween thing. I insisted on wearing my Ghostbusters jumpsuit to walk around downtown. What is more American? Nothing. What is more American than a small businessman who wants to put? Ghosts in jail. Right, they're That's ready the to most believe American you. thing. America is a country that wants to believe you. Yes, and unless also, you're a minority, also, and also incarceration. <laughs> right, right. It's good, and of course, defying the EPA at every turn. That's another big American thing uh, at the sake of big business. So, <laughs> but yeah, That's and so true. when as a kid, like, and it's funny because most of the jokes in Ghostbusters you do not understand as a kid. Like you don't. It, no, it's like yeah. it's not a movie that's like. A great, it's, there's nothing about it that it should appeal to kids except for it's guys chasing down ghosts. There's a blowjob joke. Yeah. Yeah, there's a blow there's a blowjob joke. There's uh That's really it. That's the only joke. Well, in I think the movie. what it was though is then the real Ghostbusters became a cartoon series and so that was marketed to mm-hmm. kids and so the movie was just like, here's a live action version of this cartoon yeah. show that you watch. Yeah. But I it's funny to this day, Ghostbusters two, I always hear it listed as an example of one of the worst sequels, and I don't understand why. That's I love two. I think they're both great movies. I, yeah. think, they, I think as a as a duo, they're great, and I don't think that I don't think two is at all inferior to the first why, movie. Why why is it listed as the I have, I wish I knew. I think people, it's I think it's I don't think it's as Good. I think that but people, I think as far as sequels go and as far as comedy sequels go the only other comedy sequel that I would put like in the same category as Ghostbusters 2 is Christmas Vacation like I think most comedy sequels are usually pretty terrible yeah I mean I can't but, even think of a good one yeah. now that we're talking about like I can't um, yeah I'm like but 2 I, what I like about 2 as a sequel <laughs> is that it doesn't try to one up the first movie it doesn't do what like other movies do where it just makes this crazy over the top new premise it's basically the same plot as the it's first a, movie yeah, the same with new format. jokes yeah, yeah, and yeah. they you know they just like hey where would these guys naturally be a few years later they'd probably be out of business because they are running a pretty mm-hmm. shady business to begin with and like yeah. they're all kind of <laughs> and like they do a lot of damage in the business that they do uh-huh. so of course they wouldn't be like the heroes that they were at the end of the movie and then it's just like how we, and like so now they're sad sacks again what they were at the beginning of the first movie and then there's a demon coming they have to stop it and there's ghosts like that's pretty much the movie and it's just a good framework for a bunch of great written jokes yeah I, the thing about the second one that I think the reason the, the second one gets a bad a bad rap is because the first movie was made in 84 yeah and the second one was 89 right um, 89 was a great year for movies is Batman the whole 80s was a great year for movies well, <laughs> yeah to me 87 is like the year but because uh, you had Monster Squad Lost Boys um, probably a bunch of other movies <laughs> but it's really just those two uh <laughs> You know, what? those are not the ones that I would have listed as my greatest year of '80s movies. <laughs> no, I, my, my buddy, my buddy Philip. I'm gonna put '80 over that because '80 you have Caddyshack and you have Airplane and yeah. you've got uh, probably a bunch of other movies. Monster Squad and Lost Boys. Uh... <laughs> you know what I hate about '87 is all these damn vampire movies. <laughs> 
Oh god damn it! You're just gonna yeah. be throwing quotes out this I'm whole time, aren't man. you? But I, yeah, I, with Ghostbusters two, I, I just both Ghostbusters are great. Two has so many weird little things in it. Like Peter Peter McNichol, I didn't appreciate as a kid as Janos in that movie. Oh, uh, Peter McNichol's but great. He has a line that I didn't even notice many many times watching it until my friend pointed it out to me. But there's this great line from Janos yeah, where fucking Untouchables and Robocop and Predator. That's 87? And, yeah, that's all 87. Why did you name those? Princess yeah, Bride. Yeah, you named Monster Squad <laughs> because, and Lost Boys. Because those are the movies that are most firmly in my head is Monster Squad <laughs> and Lost Boys. But Janos walks up to this, this like, he you know, he works there, like, retouching photos or paintings or whatever at the museum. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, walking by and he's being all Janos-y. And then he walks up to somebody and he just goes, everything you were everything doing, you is, doing bad. is bad. I just I want, want you to know, know this. this. <laughs> I used to say that to people in school. I used to go up to people in school and say yeah. that to them while they were like working yeah. on some. And then there's a great Venkman line in that movie, which is because you know the second movie starts. The Peter Venkman is now hosting this really awful low, like low cable psychic show. Oh yeah, what's and, it called? Um, um, oh, I just watched the. Fucking I know thing this. Last yeah, night. I forget about it. Um, John's on it. It's like mysteries of the. Well, the but, guy, the one I'm, I'm trying to remember because the the security guard. That's, he, that's what I'm getting to. The guy's like, that's my favorite. That's my second favorite show. Or or one of my two favorite shows, and then he goes, "What's the other show?" And he goes, "Bassmasters." Bass and Bill Murray show. just goes, "Yeah, yeah, I know Bassmasters." <laughs> and he walks away, and it's like such a perfect Bill Murray smarmy asshole line. Like he's such a piece of shit well, in those movies. That's the thing, though, the about Bill. Well, Bill Murray was great at being that piece yeah. of shit guy, though. Like mm-hmm. that's why he's so good in Kingpin. But I feel like Ghostbusters, especially, is like the, it's because in Kingpin he's an asshole, and you're supposed to not like him, and that's what's fun about it. Yeah. But in Ghostbusters, somehow it's the exact pinnacle of Bill Murray being the smarmy asshole that somehow you love anyway. Like you don't yeah. dislike him at all, and he's a total dick. Like well, he's, he's a womanizing asshole. There's that great thing in the first movie. He's yeah. a hyper capitalist libertarian who uh, who is who. I love when in the first movie when when they're getting kicked out of the campus. Uh-huh. And the guy's like, "You, your theories are the worst kinds of popular nonsense. Uh-huh. Or you are, you're, you, you don't view science as a whatever. You view it as a dodge, as a, as a grift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's totally." That's he just uses it. To yeah, yeah. Well, it's even when he in the beginning scene when you first meet uh, Venkman, like he's doing that test of psychic powers with the nerd and the mm-hmm. hot chick, and the nerd is actually getting every single answer right. Like he actually is reading the cards, but Murray keeps shocking him. Like, nope, sorry. And then the hot girl gets them all wrong. Yeah. He's going like, yeah, perfect, good job. Like he's yeah. like he doesn't care at all about the actual findings <laughs> of his experiment. Yeah. And there's that great part where they're sitting in the I can't remember if it's the first or second one, but they're sitting in the the shrink office and he's like and like Egon and Ray are like going through their entire theory and everything and then Bank was just like I think these guys are completely insane. <laughs> like he just yeah. throws them under the bus completely. Yeah. Well, yeah. When uh, when Dana is when Dana Barrett Sigourney Weaver comes to them and is like, "Here's what's happening." Yeah. And they're and they're and Egon's like, "Well, it could be this past life regression, blah blah blah." Is it this this this? And she's like, "I don't believe in any of those things." And he stands up and goes over and goes, "Neither do I." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it kind of like you you get the feeling that he's telling the truth there because the entire both movies. Yeah. He doesn't really stake a belief right but he does act skeptically about all this stuff like he's yeah which is something that si- he is the peer review yeah he he's also the, the audience he's surrogate the skeptic, like, he's I the think. atheist yeah. yeah i think he's the point of view of the audience who all the science stuff is over their heads and uh-huh. he's the guy and what i what drives yeah. me crazy there's a like one of those things where people always misremember facts or they like reinterpret facts that aren't true about movies and the uh, there's this thing where people put on the internet that 
Because the movie was originally the plan for Ghostbusters was it was going to be Eddie Murphy, John Belushi, yeah. and Aykroyd. And, or may, I think John Candy, maybe. I can't remember if that for sure. But that was like a really different draft. Mm-hmm. And then Belushi died, and then like it went through a lot of production changes, and then it became the movie we know now. But there's this internet like thing where people like list things about Bill Murray, and they go, you know, the, the script was written for Belushi, and then but Murray refused to let them change a single line because he wanted to do exactly the, the part that was written for Belushi. That can't be true. It's not true. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. completely why, not true. Why would that be true? Yeah, and, and also it doesn't, it doesn't really actually make him sound like it's, like it's supposed to sound like he's a great guy. Like I didn't want to disrespect Belushi by changing the script, but that wouldn't be disrespecting. Why would that? Him. Yeah, that what? That's not yeah. even. And it's actually not true. I want to see that movie though. Yeah, like, I want to see yeah. the, that's one of the. I want to see the Belushi. Yeah, more so than I want to see the Stoltz. We could like weekend oh, at Bernie's. But I uh, oh John just our producer John Baron <laughs> say hi John hey just handed me a note. I like it's this system. It's a post-it. He handed I you like a post-it. This. It's like, like you're in a meeting. I like I know. that he did it yeah. to yeah. keep I do it from doing what we're doing right now. It was originally in space, Ghostbusters. Oh, was it really? That I did not oh, know. I that look, and, and that's that whole movie. And this is again why I think that the I sequel, thought you were. I thought you were naming the name of the talk show that he did. That's what I thought you were oh, writing yeah. down. Did oh, you yeah, lose your wrong. voice? Are you going to write down everything? No, he's are you trying, trying to sell to be, me a pen at the mall? Being, it's way more fun it? to give notes. That he's way. being a good producer and he's trying to yeah. keep the show seamless. Little does he know that I have absolutely no interest in professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> And then he I knows will that. I think he knows his that. efforts at every <laughs> Come on. World of the Psychic. World of the Psychic. Will somebody yeah. pass me a note, please? Now I feel left out. <laughs> and it has to be a genuine it's note. Be, do you like me? Check one. Yes or no. <laughs> do you like me? Just check no. <laughs> but the thing is, uh, so, the reason why I don't like that that version of things that's not true is that the reality is is that because everybody thinks because Bill Murray is a good improviser and he's had you know Second City background whatever and Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live but so people think he improvised a lot of the script of Ghostbusters and he actually didn't but Harold Ramis knew Bill Murray so well that he was able to write a script that was exactly in Bill Murray's voice and I find that much more impressive is, than yeah. Bill Murray having this weird yeah. somehow like egalitarian like I won't change the script like that's not who he is but the, yeah. the fact that his buddy knew him well enough to write an entire script in his voice is exactly what I want to know about Bill Murray well that's like, the thing I mean it's so him how could yeah. that be even yeah how could that yeah, be yeah that, that part yeah. would not have worked the way it's no, it wouldn't for, have worked with any other actor for, no Belushi a Belushi Ghostbusters would have been a very different movie. I want to see it. I want to see it in space. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's awesome. That sounds awesome. Space Ghostbusters. Was it still Ghostbusters do? in space? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Why are there ghosts? In- Never mind. Who, that, I don't even know why I, I went to that question. Because if you look at uh, Ghostbusters, Event Horizon, if you watch that movie now, so much of that movie, <laughs> fuck Event Horizon. So much of that movie. You guys agree on everything, and Andy makes, disagrees. He's, he's going to get the. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Exterminate. There, there was ghosts in space on Doctor Who, but they were actually yeah. aliens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they were what in space. Happened? They were, were, they were we? actually in Cardiff, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, they were in Cardiff. They were the, they were the Gelf. And they were. Okay. P- pity God, the Gelf. Damn it. <laughs> Do you just want to talk about Doctor Who? <laughs> Always. Uh, <laughs> when did you know? So Ghostbusters was made in '84. Yeah. Uh, and and the, I just want to say this real quick. I think that that's the reason that people don't like the sequel so much is because it came out in '89. It was uh-huh. a much more. We'd gotten over. I think that '87 to a degree was like sort of the peak of our accept of the acceptability of like super absurd bananas shit in movies. Okay. Um. Where like you watch Ghostbusters, you watch that movie and you're like, who the fuck greenlit this? 
Like, who? There are. What yeah, is going on? Yeah, because the 90s definitely here? didn't have movies where a guy was a pet detective or yeah, had a right? mask that turned him into yeah, a cartoon was, character. But that was. But those were played specifically as comedies. Whereas Ghostbusters. That's true. Ghostbusters had an element of gravity to but it. But I think that's why it works so well. And I think it's why a lot of other movies don't that try to do a similar thing don't work. It's the same reason why like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz works so well is that it's a genre it comedy it. but the genre part is treated like a real movie yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. with great yeah. jokes in it and that's yeah. why Ghostbusters is so good because the only really funny thing about the ghosts in Ghostbusters are how Bill Murray reacts to being slimed and then also the fact that Ray thinks of the the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man as the destruction of the earth. <laughs> like, but that's still character-based yeah. humor, even though it's a funny but thing. I remember you know. when, in Ghostbusters 2, everyone that was like, oh, this movie's too silly, they always cite the same thing. They're always like, the, the Statue of Liberty walking around, come on, with yeah. a Nintendo controller. And I'm like, did you miss the fucking first movie where yeah. a fucking think, giant yeah. marshmallow yeah. almost crushed New York City? That's my only problem with the Statue of Liberty thing, is it's basically the Marshmallow Man done exactly the same way a second time. Like, hey, yeah. but only this time it's the hero it's, it's like a kaiju. A, it's like a kaiju it's a, robot. It's, dude. it's 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 fucking guys, Voltron. It's Pacific Rim. They built they built Jaegers to fight the monsters. That's what it is, yeah. man. They built Voltron, <laughs> but instead of yeah. to fight a monster, it was to break into uh, a museum. I believe Vigo the Carpathian could be called a monster. I'm just gonna say. Okay, but he wasn't like right giant. after his head died. And they didn't use the statue. How great of a line is that? Him. Right after his head died, the last thing he said. That's, yeah, right uh, before his yeah, right, right before, before his, his head, head died, died. He said. He said, death is but a door, time is but a window, I'll, I'll be, be back. back. <laughs> I, fucking love I thought you were yeah. saying how great of a line is right before his head died. That is a great line. That That's the good... line. That's the line I was going with. Oh, okay. Vigo, yeah. Vigo okay. the Carpathian might be in my top five favorite movie villains. Yeah. And I time. love when I... Bill Murray is like taunting him. Again, that's what's so great about Peter Venkman. He's taunting the floating head demon in the painting with the river of blood, <laughs> river of slime. Yeah. And he does that line. And it's so funny because I, I, I live there now. But I love when he's like, you'd be living the sweet life out in California is beautiful San in Fernando, Fernando Valley. Valley. <laughs> it's like the you had brain one in that <laughs> melon. <laughs> I love I love Janos when he's talking to Sigourney Weaver and he's like think about all the powers you could have as the mother living god we'd probably have a really good apartment uh, <laughs> excellent parking space like the idea because in New York his, yeah, his, his like vision of being like a god father is just like <laughs> It's New York, man. The most you basic. Need, yeah. It's hard to find good good real estate out there. And parking, apparently, because mm-hmm. they yeah. had different street parking. So, Like in the first movie, when, when Winston says, this job ain't worth 11 a year, I'm like, 11 Jesus yeah, can you Christ. That? Oh, you can't God. survive two weeks on 11 in Manhattan. In anywhere in the country, basically. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, first, and Bill Murray, just, it's so funny how he always just undercuts everything that's happening in that movie Every time. Again, like mm-hmm. the thing you said about I don't believe it either. Well, when, he's the release valve. He's yeah. the release valve for it. Anytime Dogs and cats living yeah. together. Mass hysteria. Yeah. Yeah. And then also at Walter Peck, yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Like, yeah. it's just every time he's just right there to do it. It's so perfect. Well, he's a great... He's a great... God, I don't even want to say the words I'm about to say. He's a great communicator. He is. He's, he, he, he's, he's kind of unquestionably the leader of the team. Yeah. Simply because of that. Because he's got this ability to communicate with people in, in their own words. Like, you see mm-hmm. that in both movies. Often, he'll, you'll notice him talk, speaking differently to one person at, than he does to another. Like, when he talks to the mayor. Yeah. Aside from the jokes, when he's being serious with the mayor, yeah. he's telling you the mayor what he down as the mayor who saved yeah. you. He's a fucking salesman. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't have the exact quote, but think of all those registered voters. Yeah, like, like you'll yeah. be saving the lives of 
10 yeah, you million just watched it last night. So. Yeah. <laughs> when he talks to Ray, when he's trying to yeah, cheer yeah. up Ray at and the I beginning. Like, what I like is he's a smarmy dick, but he's never really an asshole to his friends in that movie. And I like that. Like, he's always, he teases them, but the chemistry between all the Ghostbusters is so, like, realistic and, like, fun. And, like, there's the whole thing in the second movie where he's, like, to talk about the slime. And he's like, he's like, you've been sleeping with it? And Egon just gives him a look. Dude, and it's oh, yeah, like, I want to bring, I definitely yeah. want to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, the, people made a movie in this country. <laughs> <laughs> in our lifetime where someone where a scientist admitted to fucking <laughs> a, a slime a slime yeah. of unknown origin yeah <laughs> what did they call it psycho psycho uh, oh god uh, no it wasn't psych- there was it was a long it was like a five syllable where it was yeah, like yeah. psycho something something oh you were gonna be my number one holiday seller yeah <laughs> dancing toaster yeah, and, and, I love, and that too. He's I love like, the line. He wants to see how he can package it. <laughs> when they come out, because you know, Bill Murray, like one of the things he agreed to do the second movie, he insists that he doesn't get to get slimed because the first movie he slimed so much. Psychomagnetic. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't want to get slimed in the second movie because he he was the one who got slimed in the first movie, and so, so the joke with everybody, everybody else. Him. But there's that great line where the reason why he's not down on the subway, he's out to dinner with Sigourney Weaver, and he goes, "Hey Dana, uh, the guys are going down to the subway tonight to look for uh, some." I can't remember the whole thing. I'm like, and uh, Ray thinks there might be increased activity in the breeding of the rat population. Do you want to blow this whole dinner off thing off and go with them? Yeah. <laughs> she's just like taxi. <laughs> the and he gives Ray this look like, yeah. "Sorry, oh, can't help you." It was Roach Population. Roach Population, that's right. Uh, you are right. Uh, God damn it. Sorry, guy who watched it last night. Sorry, uh, Roach, sorry guy who did uh, his sorry, actual uh, due Roach process. Roach Population, asterisk. <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, actually. Pyongyang so, is how, spelled... How, how do you think it's different? I mean, do you think you think about it differently as when you were a kid, that character? Yeah, I it? think so. Because as a kid, it was kind of like he was just the cool, like, wisecracking guy. And mm-hmm. You don't really get it. But as an adult, there's so much more nuance and, like, levels to it. And, right. Yeah, and when, it you're, isn't, yeah. when you're a kid, I think you're attracted to that cavalier attitude yeah. that, like, hey, everything's yeah, fun. Yeah, that's what I liked. Yeah. But, it's but, like when you were a kid, everyone loved Michelangelo and Ninja Turtles. But then as you get older, you're, like, you're, like much more into, like, Raphael and those guys because they have, like, more of an edge to them. And, like, there's more. Because somebody They're serious. Him. Yeah, somebody hurt. <laughs> They're for real. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but was it always your favorite character, even then? Yeah, yeah. And I so now loving that yeah. guy. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, I liked I liked all of them, but yeah, definitely Bill. Like, and it, and it wasn't just because it was Bill Murray, because I, you know, I was too young to really get who Bill Murray mm-hmm. was yet. But yeah, just even on the cartoon, I liked Venkman, and they, you know, they obviously like softened him a little bit. Oh, he wasn't yeah, the womanizing did. asshole yeah. in the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. But then on the cartoon, he still played the role of being the Joker. Like yeah, he, he was, was always the, the yeah. this, you know, sarcasm and and facetiousness. And yeah, and that of course was the real Ghostbusters cartoon, and not the not original the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters cartoon. Ghostbusters. Filmation. With the yeah, filmation with the gorilla in the backpack with a vacuum cleaner on. And the talking skull phone or something, I think. I yeah. And then I remember Ghostbusters had a spin-off cartoon that was just called Slimer. Slimer and, Slimer and, and Friends then, or Slimer. Well they, what they did was they eventually had it Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. Yeah. So it would be like a split up cartoon where like half it would be a more like slightly more mature Ghostbusters yeah. cartoon. And then there would be a and Slimer was Slimer. the kids like yeah. and like the animation was a little bit cheaper and like you could tell the difference between the two shows just by the animation. Uh-huh. And like cause in the movie because the thing is on the cartoon Slimer is like their buddy who hangs out with them but in the movie he's just a gross monster who slimes Bill Murray. Like, yeah. Well in the second one he's more of a he drives he drives the bus. That's yeah, the thing he about the bus he and Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis have some fun. <laughs> um yeah, he, Lewis Tully. Lewis Tully. God, great. 
Yeah, you know what? It's funny because both <laughs> movies even have a character, like a creepy character that's trying to bang Dana. Yeah. There's Lewis Tully in the first one and Janos in the second one. Yeah. Um, but at least, at least Lewis gets his, you know, he gets uh, Janine in Janine, the second movie. So. Janine. Typical. Oh, Janine. Janine Melmets from my staff. <laughs> <laughs> I love the line. I that movie has so many. Cause I saw that one in the theater. I saw the first one on you know VHS because I was only three when it came out in '84. I was, I was you know, so that one I had on tape that I wore. So out. did you? Now did you see? You didn't see the movie in the theater. Not the first one. The second yeah. one I did. Okay. The second one that you could not have stopped me from seeing that in the theater. I was so excited. Yeah, I think I saw it like four times in the yeah. theater or something. Oh man! But the the first one I saw on VHS and like wore it out. So when yeah. the second one came out, but I just how it, old were it, you when you saw the first one? The fr- I don't remember the exact age, but I was probably like five or six, okay. and then, you know, getting into you know kindergarten, and first grade, and stuff like yeah. that. But I remember the second one. I just love when Dana's like. Do you want to put the baby down? He's like, sure. He's like, may I? <laughs> you're, ugly. You're, short, you're short. Your belly button, your belly button sticks button. out too far, and you're, you're a terrible, terrible burden on your, your poor, poor mother. mother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she named it. Come on, the kid's name is Oscar. Yeah. Let's get real. Why would you? You were named after a hot dog. Is that what you say that? Yeah, you yeah. Say that um, when you watched it, were you a kid? No, were you into like horror stuff at all? Was that your anchor? No, for I was it? scared of that kind of stuff when I was really? a kid. Yeah, like. Like, even Gremlins, like, when they blow up the Gremlin in the microwave, like, it would scare me. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. I was just terrified of Gremlins Me, too. I mean, the whole thing, every horror movie in Gremlins and yeah. anything like that. I had to watch Gremlins 2 before I could go back and watch the first Gremlins. Really? Gremlins 2 is, like, an absurd comedy. Yeah, Gremlins, Gremlins 2 is, is maybe the craziest sequel ever made. Like, it's completely, like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense based on the first movie. It's, it's as crazy a sequel as, like, Babe 2 was. Where it's, like, I don't understand. I they basically, we're going to make a sequel. It's going to be I'm nothing like the first movie. And it's just well, Babe Two though the guy who like made, the guy who made Babe Two is the guy who did like Road Warrior, so it go, it becomes this weird just George subs- Miller yeah and really? it's like this bizarre it's nothing like the first movie at all it's like it's this weird twisted it's so weird yeah it's it's and it's it's again it's as different a sequel as like Highlander Two where like it doesn't even make sense based on the first movie George like, uh, Highlander directed by Russell Mulcahy another Australian okay I'm not done bad dad bad dad. <laughs> Uh, Gremlins Two. I'm not gonna get into it. Gremlins Two is like it's Bride of Frankenstein. It's 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 the same principle. It's like someone did a, a movie to a straight horror film, did uh-huh. a sequel. They didn't, and they were just like, well, we'll make it a comedy. Yeah, and it's it really same. is. It's such a crazy, absurd. Like, and it's funny because they use a lot of the same characters, but just the whole. I love Gremlins Two, but it's just a That's weird. Great. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Oh. It's now. When you so you were scared of horror stuff, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. the ghost shit that got you into it. So did you like comedies? I did like comedies. Yeah, like the first movie that I can remember seeing, like the movie that I like, I can like imprint upon that I remember was was Three Amigos, and I loved. Oh, Three oh Amigos. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There we go. That was Three one that Amigos. I almost. There we go. We hit it, you guys. We found it. Yeah, <laughs> we have found the movie. I couldn't pick an Amigo that I would want the most. Like, I, I, we'd be lucky day probably, but. Because I love Steve Martin so oh, much, gosh. but yeah, that's the movie that I remember. Like, just that's the first movie that I have like a memory of watching. Oh, right? me! Oh. I watched that with my dad. It's so great. Everybody's got an El Guapo in our case. In our case, is the in our case El Guapo is an angry little man who wants to kill us. <laughs> um, sorry. No, go ahead. The village just, of Antipoco has up against its own person, El Guapo, which in this case happens to be the actual El Guapo. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, Here's my issue with Ghostbusters, and I love now. I my guy when I was a kid, Venkman was my guy because you know he's the smartass. Yeah. As an adult now, I watch it and I'm like Ray, 
Ray's my guy. Really? But why, is that, well, why is that an issue? No, my issue is with... Mm-hmm. I love the movie. I do. I will never not love that movie. It's, yeah. It's... it's it's a nearly perfect film. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, I want to talk about the soundtrack at some point, too. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. For both movies. Um, but I love the Bobby Brown the theme so, song. Dude, it's, it's so the second one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked. <laughs> I, I knew it wasn't mine. It was somebody else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember the time I was I visiting the, the grave. grave. My, my life, life on the line. Only, only my life was saved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, we'll the, talk the about the soundtrack of this movie. You're right; it's is, so on the nose. Yeah, it's so oh, expository. Like that weird song that plays when the ecto chamber explodes and like unleashes all the ghosts into the city, and that cloud's coming up. It's, I believe it's magic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. Such a weird. And then the, I also love how they superimpose that tower over Central Park to make it like seem like it's huge. It's not really there, no, and yeah. there's a, but it is a real building. But in New York, it's right off of uh, of the Washington Square Park, and they just made it look bigger and moved it to being over the west side <laughs> yeah. it's like it's yeah enormous uh, but they but yeah all the music too like and then what's the song at the end when they're when they're saving the day yeah yeah <laughs> saving the day it's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. they're rolling up like every song in that movie yeah yeah is describing <laughs> what you're watching that's it's just really what true. i hear in my head all day theme song is pretty expository <laughs> uh, yeah, it's well, literally who you gonna call Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who are you gonna call huey <laughs> lewis's lawyer it is absolutely <laughs> the most on the nose theme song to any movie ever like it, it is, really yeah. is like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, except maybe the wrestler it, it, the only <laughs> other movie uh yeah well i was but gonna yeah, say I, streets I, of philadelphia but that was about homeless people not aids i think so the thing is all the really i think all of, well you know, like aids people really like you know they don't they don't feel like they belong because they've been cast out of society so they're homeless so, they have no yeah, home they have no yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we just made a lot of light <laughs> a horrible problem I was, I was being that dead wasn't serious. making light of it. Yeah, maybe you like, made light of it. Maybe yeah. you don't give a shit because you have so much privilege. Privilege, <laughs> privilege. Saving the day. <laughs> yeah, what's the one from the second movie when they like get back into business well, and like they're I think like, we're gonna have to take control. <laughs> gotta gotta take control. Gotta gotta take control. I guess we're gonna have to take control. <laughs> I feel like John wants to join in. Oh my god, how great is that with the beginning when they're like when no one cares about them anymore and they're at that birthday party and like who are you gonna call? He man. That always rubbed me the wrong way. I saw Why? that movie in the theater when I was nine years old and that yeah. rubbed me the wrong way because I was nine, I was hip, I knew it was with it. Yeah. He man was already over. He man was done. He man was on the way out. He wasn't cool again. <laughs> He was a master of the universe. When you were nine, you were like, uh, we're It would have been this. Ninja Turtles, because Ninja Turtles had just hit the scene. But the movie was made earlier in the year, you know, so I had to admit that back that in track of the trends. At the time at the they time. filmed the movie, He-Man was still accurately <laughs> the head of cartoon popularity. All right, we're going to get a How ridiculous is go that, Andy? Nine-year-old Andy I looked at that. a reference made in I a film and was like, this is not yeah. current enough Andy. for my trends. Nine-year-old Andy. Exactly tracking. the same as, yeah, as adult same Andy. Person. Nine-year-old <laughs> Andy watched that Nine-year-old movie in the Andy, theater and said, God, actually, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles asterisk. Thank God you didn't have Facebook back then. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting in the right. theater, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles asterisk. <laughs> um, actually. <laughs> uh, 
So, so as an adult, I watched the movie, and I have a lot of sociological issues with it. Okay. Uh, for one, these guys have stumbled upon some groundbreaking technology that needs to be a public utility. It needs to be a service for all, not a private industry. Come well, I mean, on. they're on the they're on the, the <sighs> forefront of it. It they needs to be national. But they start. Well, yeah, but Bill Murray, v- Peter Venkman, is a Rand Paul hyper capitalist piece of shit. <laughs> But no, but the thing is, people don't believe them. That's why, like, at the start of the second movie, they're on trial for being scam artists. Okay, so in the third movie, what needs to happen is, if they make it... It needs to not be made. That's what needs to happen, first of all. But But if they do make it, it needs to be all about the government and the Ghostbusters working together... That sounds like an awful idea. ...to (laughs) nationalize ghostbusting technology. Oh my god, I would hate that. I would hate that movie so much. I would be so responsible. I would hate that movie so much. (laughs) Post that on Facebook. The, the, look, we need to. The someone. EPA are the good guys. <laughs> Damn it! I just got a note from John. Just well, says like no. Things, like, that's the kind of thing where, like, if you get in the nitty gritty of it, like, there's so many movies. Like, the fact that John McClane is still a city detective in any diehard movie oh, after the second one is ridiculous. So if you get into that like, regard of it, then yeah, like, you know, it's like somebody who was it recently? Was it even you? Somebody posted on Facebook recently about how I think it was I think it was Ryan Talmo about why is. Why are uh, Riggs and Murtaugh still given jo- like cases that should be FBI and CIA <laughs> yeah, cases? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why are they still being given like Chinese kidnapping cases and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's hands off to these almost retired LA to detectives. Be fair, though, I think in pretty much all of those movies, Riggs and Murtaugh were explicitly told not to be that's working in a case, point. and they said, "Fuck it, yeah, we're going to get fired it. for all yeah. the." Yeah. Well, I just but like I think like in the recently, second movie, like in the second movie, when they're on trial, like if there was something in that ground, they put that there. Like the whole idea is that everybody is skeptical of the Ghostbusters, <laughs> even though they've now saved the city. Like you know, but yeah, we're ready to believe you. But I just, I think, I don't know. I really just wish that they had found a way. To, Listen, all I know is one time I turned into ghost, a dog and they there, helped. There me. need to be Ghostbusting agencies in 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 either on a state level or on a city level. In every but major here's the thing about it too area. is that in both movies, the only reason why there's a lot of ghosts around is because, because of the big event happening. of the movie, yeah. and it's like releasing all this paranormal activity. So I think that yeah. what happens is after they def- like in the first one, after they defeat Gozer, then there's not a lot of ghosts for a while, so they don't have a lot of business. And then mm-hmm. also when Vigo's coming, as, as the river of slime gets more and more potent because of all the negative energy in New York, more and more ghosts come up, which is why in the movie in the climax, yeah. all those things happen like where that woman's mink coat turns into yeah. like the live minx again, chases her down the street, <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, such yeah, a yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, and that, like, jogger, like, running through, and the Titanic arrives. The t- <laughs> Cheech Marin. I am. Well, better late than never. Better late than never. That's what Cheech says. <laughs> he says the Titanic just arrives. <laughs> uh, I, that whole scene, too, when it's leading up to the big deal. Yeah. With the, I believe it's magic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to sing all the songs from this movie. Um, I think we did. Ray and <laughs> Ray and Winston are driving in the car in the yeah, Ecto, yeah. and they hey, have that, the reason why we're getting all this business right yeah. now. Yeah, and 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 he, that's before that happens. But yeah, yeah, it's but it's like leading up to it. Yeah. Like Winston's the one who hey, man. sees it coming. Hey man, you believe in God? Yeah. I do. <laughs> I do. And I love I Jesus, Jesus style. style. <laughs> I love that scene because you see, because the whole the thing is Ray and 
uh, Winston Winston is definitely the least represented character in both films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is sad because I think he's a very interesting character. Yeah, yeah. Because he's he's, he's the black. working. Well, no. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's the blue collar working. But he's the working class. Guy they he's hired just doing to a carry job. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's just doing a job. And he, he basically gets the job because when he comes in, he picks up those packs and carries them for. Re- like, that's yeah. why he's the, he's yeah. like, all right, yeah, can you carry this for me? Yeah. Great, you're, you're hired. Like that's the yeah, whole. He's like, if it pays, I'll believe whatever you want. Yeah, it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen shit that will turn, turn you white. white. <laughs> I but I I love him. He's an interesting character, and Ray is my favorite character because both yeah. films. He is he's just a kid. He's a big kid mm-hmm. who is he's really smart. He's really into science. He's really well read. But his, him and Egon, their approaches to science are different. Yeah. You know, Egon straightens the slinky. Egon's that, the, like... My favorite line in both movies is that slinky. I part slinky. of a slinky. Beat. I straightened, I straightened it. it. It's <laughs> such a great line. Yeah. Uh, I collect molds, fungus, and spores. <laughs> he's He's got this very clinical approach to it. Yeah. Ray, his approach to science is super, like... This stuff is cool. Yeah, he's very fanboy. It's fan fun. Like, it's Which is, exciting. like, again, it's, it's how they wrote those characters because, like, you know... They, they Ray must know how to write those guys because that's that's how Dan Aykroyd really is mm-hmm. in real life. Dan Aykroyd is a guy who believes yeah. in every bit of paranormal like sci-fi stuff that like you know, like he believes in aliens, he believes in psychics, you know, he believes in putting vodka in crystal skulls. Like he is a guy <laughs> who believes in that kind of stuff. So Which is very they, great that's vodka, why he wrote him as that. And then like you know, that's same Dan thing Aykroyd. as Ramus. Ramus is the yeah. guy who vodka. wrote the script, and he's like. He's yeah. basically able to just like write himself as the guy who's just totally hard nosed, yeah. believes but, it. And, but and that's why my, that's my favorite scene is because both of them yeah. kind of are just like, wait, he's Ray stops having fun and he quotes the Bible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reason why I like, well, I, I mean, I just, Bill Murray just he stands out above them because it's just a personality to him. I feel like the reason why I can't pick Ray or Egon as my favorite character is because I think that those two only work with each other. I think if you didn't have one or the other, yeah. they mm-hmm. wouldn't have worked. Absolutely. You know, whereas I think you could put Venkman in almost any movie and he would work. But like, he works great, great with yeah. them because but basically, he, I put think Bill he works better movie, with them because great, because y- yeah, they need you need them to show the audience that he's actually a good person. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would, I would, I want to see uh, an in-between movie of <laughs> Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two, but not about them like going out and catching all the ghosts that were actually what they're suffering. doing in their downtime. <laughs> no, I want to see the romantic comedy about Venkman and Dana's breakup. <laughs> I want to see that go wrong. But all it really is is when he started calling her the old ball and chain. That's when she left. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, Mister Literal. Uh, I also want a prequel. Fuck a sequel. I want a prequel about the Gozer cult. Oh, that's that funny. built that building because that's some interesting shit that Ray's yeah, talking yeah. about. Sorry. <laughs> Do you think? Uh, I don't know. I have a, I have these questions I ask at the. Do you now? Do you, would you hang out with Venkman? I don't think Venkman would hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would. I don't think he would. I think I. I think I don't have big enough breasts or blonde enough hair for him to hang out with me. I think that I, think I would be, the, be like a rain I know. To him. I think I would be that kid that he zaps in the beginning of the first movie. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Or I'd be that security guard. That would, he goes, yeah, yeah, I know Bassmasters. <laughs> would you trade places with Venkman? Of course. Are you kidding me? Get to, get to catch ghosts and bang Sigourney Weaver at a prime? Yeah, I think I would be okay with this. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I could be in one of the greatest yeah, comedies of all time. Yeah, a, I think I'd be okay with that. It's a dumb question. I think everybody but, would say yeah, yes to I that. I feel like that Bassmasters line is the, o- the second best Bill Murray uh, kiss-off line of all time. My favorite one is in Kingpin, and it's when... Uh, <laughs> When Woody Harrelson walks up to him and he goes, I thought long and hard about what I'd say to you if I ever saw it. And he goes, eh, I bet you have. And like, he, completely, he just, that's yeah, great. That's really like, and he literally just smacks him on the arm and walks away. It's like completely just 
destroys years of this guy's like waiting to say this to him. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if, uh, yeah, Venkman is just, he's just a fun character, and to be him would be amazing, yeah. Where do you think, now, I'm not suggesting that they should make a sequel anymore, Good, but I will say, where do you, where would you have Venkman now? Where would you, where do you think he is? What do you think he's up to? Oh, man. What do you, what do you, uh, <laughs> what's the little bit inside the actor's studio? What do you, James Lipton? Yeah. <laughs> Can I speak to Peter Venkman now? <laughs> Three words. <laughs> Go. I wouldn't want to burn monkeys. <laughs> My favorite one. Oh, uh, what is Bankman doing these days? I, I'm sure he would be doing some sort of uh, Jordan Belfort style uh, infomercial or like uh, motivational speaker thing where he's just like getting people to like give him money. And yeah, I think he would have some basically sort of. Basically, World of the Psychic, but. Yeah, he would have some sort of website that, yeah, that would basically somehow combine pseudoscience and, and psychology into a like personal profit thing just grabbing just grabbing cash yeah. from the roofs i don't think he would be super successful because i think he's the kind of guy who like i mean world's like is not a hit show he's on a deep basic so he probably would have that maybe he would have like a little podcasting network i don't know whatever he would do <laughs> but yeah i think he would be doing something or have a web series jordan belfort that's an interesting thing i see that now <laughs> oh my god that's sad that's, that, that that's what i picture him doing is that that seemed very end of wolf of wall street where jordan's giving that seminar i yeah. think that's what bill murray that's what that's what peter bankman would be doing these days if there were not actively ghosts he wouldn't yeah yeah, yeah. wow or he'd be like the kind of guy, like, you know, like former star baseball players who just, like, go do, like, Cadillac. Like, they own like, car dealerships or whatever. Like, he'd be a guy making personal appearances as a Ghostbuster. At, yeah. Which, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. What's your favorite line? Oh, God. I think maybe the belly button sits out too far. <laughs> as far as Bill Murray lines go. Yeah, uh, like, fan, I like your favorite Venkmanism. This, this man has no dick is a really good yeah. one. Uh, I think this guy's completely insane. I think, but I think, yeah, I think it might be the you're short, your belly button sticks, and also the San Fernando Valley thing. But I think definitely the you're short, your belly button sticks out too far, and you're a terrible burden on your poor mother. Because I use that one all the time yeah. to people. So I've actually just like randomly texted it to my friends. Do you have a favorite? No, I don't Lynn. remember. <laughs> you know, I don't even remember no. anything. Do you have I did watch from it. Yeah, well, my favorite is uh, the, pl- yes. the plethora, plethora of pinatas. That whole exchange is the great. I have a plethora. Forgive us, Oglapo. We are not always smart <laughs> and wise as you are. That but could it scene. be that you were actually angry about something else? <laughs> taking it out on me. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Uh, and I also love My Little Buttercup. I still crack Oh, up my God. When I was a scene. kid, my cousin and I would dance to that song oh for my, my grandma. We had no idea that why it was so funny in the movie. We just thought it was like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it still makes me laugh so oh, fucking hard every smile, time. Smile, smile. I'm going to have to rewatch Three Amigos because I, I haven't seen that movie <laughs> Yeah, yeah, years. I'll come back. We can talk about that. I oh, oh I would talk about... That would be great. Oh, my God. I know that one. I know um, that one back and forth. I, I always like back off, man. I'm a scientist. Yeah, that's because a good that's one. like back the off, first time. It's so early in that first movie, but it's also like I I feel like he means it. I don't feel like you know like he's kind of being a dick to yeah, the yeah. librarian, and he's already you've seen him be shitty a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. You know, it's back off, sucks, man. I'm a scientist. Like back off, man. I'm a scientist. Like I really feel like he means it. Like he's really like I'm yeah. I, I'm a scientist, and I'm proud of that about me. I think I think yeah. I think all of them have at least <laughs> one line that is great, and I think that the the Egon one is the is the slinky line. Uh, is Ray Ray's the one who says someone saw a cockroach on twelve, right? Or is that Venkman? I can't remember. Venkman says that. Yeah, someone saw a cockroach. The guy's like, that some, must cockroach. Be some cockroach. Yeah. Bite your head off. I actually don't know if I can think of one of Ray's best lines, but Winston's is definitely Ray. When someone asks you if you, if you are, you are a god, god, you, you tell them yes. yes. You say yes. I, you know, Ray for me would probably be when that whole speech he gives to her. 
to Gozer <laughs> at the be- but right before she asks if he's a god, and he's yeah. like, as a representative of the something, something, something. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I ordered you to cease and desist. This yeah. <laughs> Ray, unfortunately, Ray's biggest job movie is to set up everybody else for their great lines. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, yeah. That's why I love Ray. I think that's why he's, he's like a straight my man. favorite. Yeah. It's because he's such a, like... He's, I don't know, he's so oblivious and so, like, happy. It is definitely Dan Aykroyd. Well, I guess maybe Trading Places might be his best role, but it's definitely his second best oh, role. Oh, man, no way. Elwood Blues. Oh, yeah, good point. I always Elwood forget about Blues. that one. I forget about that being him for some reason. Yeah. Because he ruined it with Blues Brothers 2000, which is why oh, it takes God, it away from him. I don't even, that movie he loses some of his power. That movie does not exist. I know we had to wrap it up. When I worked, uh, I worked at a family toy warehouse when I was, like, a senior in high school, mm-hmm. and we actually had the dolls for Blues Brothers 2000, and they had, like, 20 stickers on them for where the price just kept getting reduced and reduced and reduced because nobody wanted to buy them. They started out like at full price yeah. and by the end they were like less than a dollar. <laughs> Did anybody buy them? No. <laughs> they were like giving them away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do that. They sort paid like, you to take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, I don't know. I had I had I wanted to talk about the cartoon some more, but we, yeah, we're running out of time. Yeah, we we have so much bad dad at the beginning that we didn't bad get dad. into. <laughs> Now, do you uh, do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. I, I sometimes I think I do because I've heard some stories that seem convincing. But you never I think, had I an think experience. Every I have like you know just basic stuff like peripheral vision kind of things, yeah. and chilling experiences. But I think every TV show designed to hunt ghosts has made me more of a skeptic against ghosts. Oh my god, they're the worst. I used was. to I yeah. used to do ghost hunting stuff with people, mm-hmm. and it's fun. But those TV shows, man, oh my god, they yeah. make you hate anyone that's yeah. even remotely considered it. I do. I, I tell you what. I tell you that I'm. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
If you did enjoy it, uh, we say it every week, but we can't say it enough. Please go on iTunes, rate and review us. I didn't know how easy it was to do that until I did it. It literally takes you like 15 to 20 seconds, I promise. And if it takes you longer, write something mean in the review about how it took you too long. That's totally fine. Um, tweet at us at People We Know Pod. Um, we're active on Facebook. Uh, People We Know, you can find us as a group on there. Um, and uh, you can also email us at peoplewenowpod at gmail.com. If you uh, like the show, if you hate the show, just talk to us. We'll probably talk back to you. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're not any big deal or anything like that. Uh, reach out to us. We'll have a conversation. It'll be nice. Um, otherwise, uh, just make sure you have yourselves a great week, and uh, we'll come back uh, soon with, uh, with some more people we know. Have a good one, guys.